Welcome to the PharmaSource podcast. Today's episode is what we're calling a CDMO session, focusing on Olon Group. Choosing the right contract development and manufacturing organisation is one of the most critical decisions that biopharmaceutical companies can make. It couldn't be more important to find a long-term partner that's aligned to your strategic objectives, has a track record for quality and delivery, strong capabilities for innovation, and is the right fit for your budget. So the CDMO sessions are a series of interviews with leaders at key contract manufacturers where we find out what makes them stand out from the rest. Today, I'm speaking with two VPs from Olon Group. Andrea Conforto is responsible for the biotech side of the business and Roberta Pacera, who is responsible for small molecules. We started off with Andrea talking about biotech. My name is Andrea Conforto. Nice to meet you, Andrea. Nice to meet you too. Olon is a big internationally renowned CDMO and you split your organization into two main areas. Could you explain those two areas, please? Sure, absolutely. So basically we have two CDMO division within Olon. One is named Biotech and one is named Small Molecule and Global Key Account Management. I'm responsible of the Biotech division that support customers for what we consider biotech that is basically microbial fermentation technology. Perfect. And we're going to be speaking to Roberta later on so she can tell us about her side of the business too. Right. So let's start off then talking about the um, biotech business. Could you introduce that side of the business to listeners, please? And tell us what makes Olon unique. Sure. Uh, within the biotech division, Cinema Biotech, we have uh, two manufacturing sites that are uh, both located uh, in Italy. One uh, basically in the north of Italy, close to Turin in Settimo Torinese, and another one in the south uh, that is in Capua, in Campania region. So mm-hmm. basically, in all, we can offer uh, different kinds of services, uh, mainly focused on uh, commercial production. In these two sites, we have different kinds of uh, uh, fermentation capability that we can offer from small sites, from one to three cubic meters that we can do, we can run in uh, GMP mode up to the large volumes that is in between uh, 35, 50 cubic meters, uh, up to 112 cubic meters, and uh, the biggest one that is 255 cubic meters. Mm. So, so that we can really support uh, project at uh, early, um, let's say, clinical stages in which we need, you know, relatively small volumes, up to the large commercial production in which we need, you know, uh, 100,000 liters of capacity. And how would you say that you are different to the other CDMOs? Why do customers come to you? Sure. First of all, uh, because of the experience. These two Mm -hmm. uh, production sites that are part of the network of uh, all on uh, biotech have long uh, history in production, uh, mainly of API via microbial fermentation. These two sites, one is an uh, ex-DSM site that was uh, acquired in 2019. Another one is historically part of the group of all on. In these two sites, uh, microbial fermentation was uh, already implemented in the 70s, so we have around uh, 50 plus years experience making production via microbial fermentation. In particular, one of the two sites that is the one located in Capua has been uh, starting uh, CDMO activities more than uh, 15 years ago already. So really there, in both sites, we have large experience with different kinds of strain and microorganisms. In addition to that, uh, I've been able to also run um, projects with the PIKIA. We can also manage uh, um, at large scale uh, uh, methanol feed induction. So from uh, one cubic meters up to the biggest scale of 112 cubic meters. That is quite, uh, yeah, not, not standard for the market. Mm-hmm. Let's say in this way. Could you give me some examples, please, of the kind of 
work that you've been doing? Obviously, what you're allowed to say. Uh, unfortunately, uh, all the, let's say, pharma projects that we are running today are covered by a confidential agreement. So we cannot share and disclose name of the product on the customers. But I can tell you uh, that the pipeline is growing um, in the last uh, few years. This is mainly to the trend of new product launching that are, uh, let's say, in clinical phase two and three. It is mainly connected for the business that we do for the um, therapeutic protein for uh, oral application. So basically, uh, the sites are very well designed to support so large volumes that usually is connected or to uh, injectable small molecules or uh, therapeutic protein or enzymes for mainly oral application. And then we are seeing that there is a trend in which these um, yeah are increasing these kind of products, including also uh, enzymes used for pharmaceutical, mainly for oral application, or just used within the uh, to be used within the, the pharmaceutical process production itself. And then it's fitting perfectly with our strategy of growth and uh, with the assets that we have in both production sites in Italy. Let's talk about your best practices for how you like to work with pharma organizations, please. What does a good collaborative partnership look like? We are very flexible in the sense that we are used to work with uh, a very large and big structured uh, pharmaceutical corporation and also as well also with small startups uh, companies in which, you know, the organization is much more uh, flexible, let's say in this way. There are less people to interact with uh, and uh, also the speed of the project is different. Saying that, we are used to uh, readapt the communication and the uh, project implementation approach based on the customer needs uh, and the organization. We prefer to have a sort of a mirror team from our side to interact directly with uh, our customer side so basically on the sites of the company that we are uh, working with uh, we try to you know to have the right sites of a project team that can interact directly we promote a lot of the direct communication within the project uh, submatter experts in this way there is a clear communication between the two teams having of course uh, uh, under the uh, overview of the project manager that is assigned uh, saying that uh, we can also readapt a bit the project organization compared to the customer needs in the sense that sometimes, uh, you know, uh, speed uh, is a key milestone, maybe, you know, for startups that are also um, subject some milestones to uh, funding rounds. In this case, you know, speed uh, is a must. In this case, mm -hmm. we are very, we can be very flexible in trying, you know, uh, to overlap as much as possible, as reasonable possible project stages in order to match our customers' uh, timeline. And of course, uh, to support them, uh, having two sites located in Italy, which you know there is no language barriers, we can support customers from both sites in parallel. So it's not uncommon that some projects that started in one site have been later on transferred to the other sites or in parallel running uh, activities, both for process development or for production. Uh, the focus of the CDMO biotech division is to uh, being able to support for commercial production, but we can support also for the clinical stages. Usually we um, try to separate the, the, the project stages depending on the clinical phase of the product and the maturity of the production product itself. When we start a project, we start with a track transfer phase followed by um, a uh, confirmation stage that we run first at lab and then at pilot. Then depending also if there is really need to make some you know, um, process adaptation to fit better the process within the, our infrastructure, we can test you know, technology that we have available on site to avoid any investment to our customer. Or vice versa, if the customer is coming to us with um, you know, a not really robust process, we can then support uh, also for all the studies needed uh, to prove uh, uh, the critical parameters and as well also to improve some maybe 
DSP, you know, uh, purification project stage. In this case, we can support with some uh, R&D activities and supporting uh, uh, the implementation of the project. Also, taking into account that uh, um, Olon is also a long history for the generics API production, we can also use our know-how that we have from the development of our APIs to support the industrialization of the projects from uh, for our customer. The same also from the the, the, the sites of you know uh, looking for the right raw materials on the market and try also you know to get some synergy to get some price reduction on raw material. Mm. What best practices could you share with our listeners, please, about how to get the most of working with a CDMO such as yourself? We need to understand really the which are the needs uh, of our customer, which are the goals of the project, and which are the drivers. Because understanding really what's the customer drivers and the goals, so we can try to match as much as possible their needs and their expectation. Sometimes, you know, uh, there are customers asking to do something without giving the background of the request. And then, you know, we are not knowing if you are doing the right things for them or not. But if there is an open environment speaking, which, you know, uh, you can better understand why your customer is asking for something, then you maybe you can propose something that is even better from operational point of view, because we are operational experts, but we don't know the business case of our customers. So as, mm-hmm. more, as much as possible, the customer can share information with us. We can uh, support not only in executing what they would like to, but also maybe making recommendation on the best way of making the, the project or potentially highlighting some others, you know, um, routes or ways to arrive to the common goal. Uh, let me say, I cannot disclose uh, names uh, of customer and projects, but also it is not uncommon, mainly for the biotech division, to uh, build up on scratch uh, DSP purification lines. Uh, when we speak with customer, the intention is to reduce the investment as much as possible. All these new lines that we have built up in the last five years and can be around in the yeah, six years, we have we built up five DSP uh, purification suites. Because at the end, understanding which are the customer needs, jointly decided how to go from reuse as much as possible what we have in-house to uh, let's try to have the best possible asset for my project. So uh, it's a switch of mind that we made jointly after understanding uh, their business case, their needs, and what we can offer. At one point, you know, you can change the way to reach the common goal if you understand which is the goal and the rationale behind that. Being very open in speaking between parties, I'm, I'm sure that the collaboration can be very strong and move from, uh, you know, from a customer approach to a partner approach. And has that proven successful in keeping costs down? Because obviously that's such a, a big issue for everybody right now. Absolutely. That's why I'm saying uh, uh, at early stage, we understand that the customer doesn't want to invest money in asset. And he's absolutely right. So we try to use as much as possible all the technology available. I'm merely referring to purification. Uh, we have, like in Capo, we have more than 10 purification suites that we can offer, but it's not really decided, designed for the process of our customers. So it has to be readapted. Sometimes there is a very good fit. Sometimes there is, you know, relatively good fit that is acceptable to start a new project, but is not really suitable for a commercial production. In this case, we can find, you know, the right way to build up uh, a DSP line. Yeah, it's true that there is investment behind, but after that, the cost of goods can be reduced dramatically, or at least can be reduced at the target uh, uh, price of our customers. 
And of course, this is also implied that will be a long-term collaboration between uh, uh, Olon and our customer, because after investing money on sites, uh, yeah, we are moving from you know a, a customer to a partner uh, approach. Mm -hmm. In this case, you know, uh, it will be a jointly uh, uh, you know journey between the companies, and this is complex, absolutely. But at the end, if you can find a way to make it win-win, it's an extremely satisfying way of working. Thank you, Andrea. Next, we're going to take a look at the small molecules side of Olon's business with Roberta Pacera. Roberta, thank you so much for joining us. Would you mind introducing your side of the business to listeners, please? Yeah, sure. So my name is uh, Roberta Pacera, and I'm vice president of the CDMO uh, small molecule. First of all, uh, I think we need to think about uh, the value chain uh, um, of the drug uh, development, you know, and where we are positioning. Because Olon Group uh, is positioned uh, in the as a global leader in the manufacturing and uh, production uh, research and development of uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients, and this means uh, drug substance. Uh, that we produce on behalf of either can be innovators or generic companies. Hmm. Some of the questions I always have from my customer, for example, is the origin of the name Olon. So where does this name come from? The Olon etymology comes from a Greek word that means Olons, that means a whole and total. And the meaning of the company is uh, reflecting how the company has grown. So that means uh, that the whole is more than the sum of individual parts. Why? Because uh, in 2003, the company was uh, founded by acquisition of uh, three additional companies, highly specialized in the microbial uh, fermentation. And then uh, in the following years, uh, acquisition by acquisition, uh, they enter into the small molecule uh, manufacturing uh, in 2016, uh, with the acquisition of Infra Group. Uh, and, and then, of course, on top of that, uh, they added uh, also additional uh, acquisition in 2018, 2019, uh, where we expand uh, the biotech part uh, with a, uh, with a uh, Capua Bioscience uh, introduction and with a former Novartis API plant uh, in India. So you can see that uh, the company has uh, the two main, uh, um, two main, uh, I would say, uh, um, category of uh, products. So the small molecule and the biotech part. Mm. And yeah. small molecules, that's the, the side of the business that you yourself look after. Roberta. Yes, I lead uh, the team uh, and uh, the part uh, focusing primarily on uh, production of uh, intermediates uh, or final API on behalf uh, of innovators. So that means uh, large companies uh, or also mid-size and smaller uh, startups. Mm. So if I were a customer, what is it you'd say that differentiates Olon when it comes to research and development and the types of services that you provide? So the strength for um, CDMO, in particular for Olon, I always say we need to keep in mind what are the needs of our customers. So most of the time is uh, to support them in um, 
in uh, reducing the time to market uh, at the same time having high quality of products. So um, Olon, in such sense, uh, can support uh, our customers throughout uh, the entire product life cycles uh, because we can start uh, in, uh, with uh, preclinical services uh, through our site in US uh, Orb. And then uh, we can support uh, uh, the progression of the molecule into our uh, um, manufacturing sites in Europe or in India for supporting phase two, phase three, and also uh, commercial uh, production. So essentially we can cover the entire life cycle, uh, um, the product life cycle staying uh, with, within uh, the same companies. And this helps a lot in, uh, in reducing the time to market because you don't need to go through multiple technology transfer from one company to another. Everything is under the same roof. On top of that, uh, we have a different technology platform. So also in terms of flexibilities uh, that uh, we can, uh, from technology standpoint, uh, we can provide that to our customer. It's important uh, because we have a toolbox for small molecules, uh, but uh, uh, where we can, uh, for example, produce highly potent uh, substances, uh, controlled substances, uh, and other classes of compounds. And uh, um, along with that, uh, of course, uh, with the biotech parts, uh, we can uh, produce peptides, proteins, uh, and enzymes. So nowadays, uh, uh, for supporting a specific therapeutic areas, uh, the, some spe specific therapeutic areas uh, can be tackled uh, with new different modalities. Uh, so we can do part of them. Mm -hmm. Are there any specific examples that you're able to share, please? Of course, so we need to maintain the confidentialities. Uh, no? But uh, what I can uh, tell you, for example, is that during the COVID uh, situation, of course, uh, we were involved uh, in, the, in supporting a small uh, startup uh, that uh, they had a, a very interesting uh, product for the treatment of COVID. And of course, uh, you think about uh, the emergency use uh, application that uh, this company did. So they shrink uh, from uh, early phase uh, to commercial. Uh, they shrink in terms of timelines uh, to reach the market uh, was very important. Uh, so we could support in less than 18 months uh, from uh, initial uh, preclinical um, manufacturing activities uh, in uh, uh, producing the clinical uh, batches uh, to support a phase two, a phase two clinical studies. So mm. we help a lot uh, in uh, having this model. Uh, this was very positive and allowed them uh, to uh, start the clinical studies on time. Could you talk please about how you like to partner with pharma organizations? Best practices that you'd share for listeners about the way that they can get the best out of CDMOs such as Olon? I think uh, we need to keep in mind that uh, Olon is a, a service provider. So there are some intangible, like uh, for example, in my opinion, so the flexibility and reliability are crucial aspects uh, of the service we provide. Uh, because uh, uh, particularly reliability is important uh, to because we, we are in the, 
in the we are very much linked to our uh, innovators in order to ensure they have uh, the um, drug substance or the intermediates we produce on time uh, to support their uh, clinical study. So I think uh, trust and transparency are, are key tracks of a service provider like Olon that we never miss. So uh, in terms of best practice, uh, um, I would go to, for example, we have a very innovative, uh, innovative R&D team and a part of that uh, innovation uh, is linked to sustainability and um, sustainability and what we started applying, and this is something that we offer to our customer, is that uh, we uh, use model tool to measure the uh, greenness of our chemical processes. So what we do uh, is uh, we measure the um, process mass intensity at the beginning of a process and at the end, so that our customer, they know how much greener is uh, um, the, the process has become after we make some uh, development work. It's important, I would say, for the, um, for the CDMO is to keep uh, the level of innovation high. So in such sense, uh, Luca, I would say that uh, there are two aspects uh, that are at core of uh, Olon, in particular for also small molecule, but also in the biotech. One is uh, the stronger collaboration uh, with particular small startup, uh, small biotech, because nowadays uh, also the innovation uh, model has shifted more towards uh, small companies and startup. But the other is to be, uh, to remain linked to academia. And Olon, I would say, is very much linked to national academia present in Italy, of course, but also in Netherlands and in US. Mm. So this is very important for particular because we have 300 people in R&D. Um, so to stay at the state of the art of what is innovation in academia and in smaller companies. Is there any advice you could share for someone who wants to try to make sure they keep a handle on on cost steps or processes that people could take so that they can work with you in the most efficient way possible when uh, you are a, a manufacturing company like um, Olon you need to manufacture a large quantity of either intermediates or final API so modern modern tool like the process modeling can support uh, in order to uh, maintain uh, or to help uh, companies in the cost production cost uh, while improving the quality and the performance. Because uh, nowadays we can apply um, some aspects of the quality by design and uh, uh, modeling tool in the production that uh, particularly this can be applicable to a large production but uh, this can be offered uh, a, a tool, a way of working that uh, might help in uh, reducing the cost. Thank you, Roberta, and thank you, Andrea, for your insights today. If you want to find out more, you can head to olonspa.com. Thank you for listening to today's episode, and don't forget to go to pharmasource.global 
slash events to find out about our upcoming live events, workshops and webinars, which are all free to attend for procurement and sourcing professionals working in the pharma industry.